I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, everyone, thank you so much for coming to uh, the first live Batch Out event I've ever done. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks so much, Shelter, for uh, giving us the space. So good of you. Um, and yeah, just to get drinks and you know, get some food and stuff after everybody wants to hang around. But I uh, really appreciate everybody uh, coming on down uh, and meeting everyone, whether you're following Point Magic or Bates, um, the Footy Club stuff, um, Fat Chat. It's all so great to see everybody. So thanks very much for coming. Uh, I'm co hosting today with our man next to you. Your host, I'm just chilling. That's the, that's the reason why I'm doing this stupid bucket race. Uh, please welcome Stephen Baker, everybody. Thank you for watching. How are you doing? Mustang so far, mate. Mate, bus over is beautiful. The water is blue. The sun's shining. I've, just, I've got a little bit red. Got burns, but, uh, it gets so red. It gets I get so red. Nervous and red. Nervous now, but I'm looking at the sun too much. I'm losing my voice. I get really excited. A bit of nervous tension with the race coming. But, and it uh, could not be like more perfect with the finish line right there. When I came on Thursday, you know, Thursday, I came and had a walk down here. I did get goosebumps about thinking about, you know, getting across the line and all the stuff that's going in. Who's like, who's here that's competing? There's quite a lot of you. Oh, uh, we've got team over here, guys here. Bulls. Bulls, very nice, very nice. Anyone at the back? Cool stuff. Oh, Matt, Matt's at the back, yeah. yeah. Matt, 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 Matt Dog. He'll be doing some stuff. And so we'll get him up later on. I can't wait to troll and dump about everything we've put in during the last five months. Oh my God. Uh, but, um, mate, should we sort of tell everybody that? I know there's some people that have sort of been dragged here and not quite sure what this is all about. I guess, like, the, the story about how. We're doing and why we're doing this. So, okay, together. How you tricked me into doing this? Tell everyone. It wasn't really a trick, it was a bit of a miscommunication. So, <laughs> <laughs> it started, I saw Hayden Ballantyne, I don't know if there's any free man and supporters. Hey. Um, I saw him on, I got tagged in a podcast, it was obviously Body Magic, Jared's podcast. And then I just started following the great man and just loved his content, loved the stuff about uh, mental health. And I was going through a bit of a shit time last year and just loved his stuff. So, I, I think we re- reached out. Uh, we did a podcast together earlier in the year and we talked about the Iron Man and on, on uh, air I said you should join the team and he agreed and he thought it was a team. Uh, thought it was a team. Thought it was a team but it ended up not being. I think the post that, that you put up that, that you uh, replied to, I think you were saying, so Hayden Valentine was saying how much he used to love playing against Stephen Baker because every time 
he'd go and play against you, he would come out with some other little dirty fucking tactic, right? Whether that was, you know, the, what was it, the... Um, oh, I used to punch in the elbows, I used to sharpen my, um, my stops and stand on their ankles to try and, uh, try and hurt people. I was, a, I was a dirty player, but, um, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the most skilled, so I had, to do, I had to do something, and I got older, I had a lot of operations, I was getting slower, so I got a lot dirtier, so... Yeah. I hate and talked about what tactics was. When we did that episode, like you said, a bit of miscommunication about it all. Um, I was my dad uh, was here. He was behind the camera, camera filming all the uh, the podcast. And as he said, oh yeah, we're gonna do this team, and I committed, and the vibes are all high, and I'm all excited. Uh, and then once you know, it became apparent that it's not actually a team; it's a solo thing. I can see my dad's face just start to drop behind the camera, going, "What are you fucking doing?" <laughs> right? And then Max leaves, uh, and uh, I was going, "Oh my no, god, we're in the elevator!" And I said, "Fuck, elevator. that was good acting. You looked like you actually." Didn't know we're doing the whole thing, and he goes, "I fucking didn't know we're doing the whole thing." <laughs> That's why I was good acting. That was actually was was not, that was not acting. And then I got back upstairs to Dad, and Dad looked at me and went, "What the hell are you doing?" I thought, "Okay, well, for the plot, we might go along and you know do a half or something." But then it picked up too much steam. I got in contact with Matt, and there was no chance it was uh, any backing out after that. Uh, the problem with me is I tell too many people about all the shit, and I'm doing. You got to do it. I got to do it. So. Um, but so now we're here and you know, I'm super, super excited. How's all your uh, training been? Um, probably one word, roller coaster. Like it's so many emotions, you have your good days, your bad days, your good months, bad months, and it's like just up and down. So it's like, we've seen a couple of your raw posts where you get emotional and I was, you know, I was the same. And um, physically demanding, emotionally demanding. It's yeah. been a long journey. It's been like nearly a year since we did training for the half one. It's, uh, so the journey, it's good that we're actually here and it's only two days away and then every step we take, it's going to be one that we don't have to do again. I'm doing one and one only. Um, my body's gone, but um, it's, it's been a great journey. It's like they say, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey and it's certainly that connecting with the great people. And like, that's the reason why I started. I was in a bit of a dark place last year and sort of used fitness and surrounding yourself with positive people like yourself, Maddie, Ryan, a few mates of mine that dragged me through and you know, doing something hard. I think it's do something hard emotionally or physically, or physical, I think it's uh, got a bit of correlation with overcoming things and uh, it's just, I'm in the best place that I've been for the last five years, so, That's so great. it's been a good journey. You meet some seriously inspiring people like, you know, yourself or your crew, Matt, um, and then I think you like, for me anyway, I've appreciated it, but I've never appreciated my family and friends more, or because they're, as much as it's like soup, and Matt said this in an interview before, it's such an individual sport, but it takes so many people to like get through it, like whether it's fixing your body, checking in how you are, um, writing your program, um, cooking meals, whatever it is, like doesn't doesn't matter. There's just so much that actually goes into it that like was much more than I ever thought it was going to be. What about you? No, hundred percent. I think without the, the boys around me and you know, the support from everyone, even social media. After doing a few, I do, I do a few silly things on Instagram, but. Um, and test the body a little bit and uh, getting some messages saying I've inspired someone and they're going through depression or going through a hard time that I've gone off the couch and had a run. Just that one or two messages and it sort of inspired me to do more and then obviously sign up to do this uh, crazy event. Hopefully it's going to inspire a few people to do a bit more if they're going through a hard time. What other injuries have you done? Did you have done a half? I've done a half. I did a, a marathon back in the day before I had, had my hip replacement. That was <laughs> 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 at the time. I think that's fucking that's the hardest thing I've ever done. But 
Um, a Tough Mudder, I did a 24 hour toughest of Tough Mudder in Vegas, it was a day night event. Um, but there was a few stops in that, you had like coffee breaks and things, you had a little pit crew, you could stop with change of shoes and stuff. I think this, uh, Maddie, the coach uh, said, this is just going to be man, no stopping, try and get there. Uh, I'm gonna try not to walk in the, um, in the run. I'm gonna try and run all the way. Um, yeah, that's, that's the goal. And we've had what, like five months prep, problem prep? Yeah, five, five months, yeah. Yeah, so like, for anybody else, it's like, how much prep time have you done for like a full one or half one? Like, what's, what's kind of, what's everybody do? Five months. Five months is good. See, we're fine. I thought it was gonna be impressive, but obviously not that impressive. The only, the only event that I did leading up to is I did a sprint triathlon the other week, Christ. It was like a 400 meter swim, 20k ride, 5k run, 4k run. Uh, and um, it was good just to like sort of you know, feel what it was like and what not like, all that sort of thing. Uh, and then, so nice, yeah, but I won. I won. In the women's 2029. 20 yes! <laughs> I don't know why, but on the, on the sheet it messed up and I was in the female category. And actually, number, right. number two who I beat is at the back here. Yeah! yeah. So, anybody that sees there says goodbye or whatever tonight, just refer to her as number two. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, number two. <laughs> Get me next, yeah. <laughs> no, you're a weapon. You're an absolute weapon. You're doing the team, right? Yeah, we've got the team out here. Is there any other team ones doing it? Again, the one that I thought I was actually signing up to. We're a team, yeah. Um, and what's been like the hardest thing on your body base? Because I know, like, weren't you told by your doctor literally not to do the Iron Man because your hips are no good? Yeah, well, I had the hip replacement. Obviously, it's working better now. Like you said, I think it's about two and a bit years ago. Yeah. But I've, um, I did my PCL about three months ago, and that's just really put me down emotionally. I think, oh, no, it's, it's done. Yeah. Had a meeting with a doctor, and I said, what's the go? He goes, we got no PCL, had an MRI. And uh, he goes, you didn't do the Ironman if you're a total fuckwit. And I said, well, good to go. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's true. That's true. We've actually got a doctor in the house as well. We might ask, what would be your medical diagnosis? Do you reckon if you had a hip replacement two and a half years ago, is he okay to do it, or is he a total fuckwit? It's absolutely fabulously okay to do it. Yes! 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 I'm Good, mum, good. Uh, well, uh, what we might do, we might get your uh, your coach, uh, Matt. Maddie Ferguson. Matty Ferguson. Well, guys, thank you very much Thanks for having me, mate. Being part of the pod and getting back through and, um, you know, being part of the crazy journey it has been so far. Uh, my pleasure. This is actually the first time I've been called coach in a triathlon setting, too. It's my first, first client. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a PT like yourself, um, and I first met Bakes back in uh, uh, 2002 when I first got drafted to the Saints. And um, he was a Colac boy, I'm a Hayfield boy, both small country towns, and we just got along yeah, really well. And just he sells himself short a bit, like, he talks about you know sharpening the stops and elbow blokes, but there's a lot more to Steve Baker. When when I was at the footy pub, he was easily Banksy was everyone's favourite player on the team, and for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, <laughs> better had to hit your teammates probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if anyone was in trouble on the field, Banksy was always just the first on the scene. If anything happened on the field, and um, I think I saw on the St Kilda uh, social media this year, Rossi Lyon. They asked him a question. They said, "Who's your favourite player?" And, and he said, Stevie Baker. And that's nothing. 
That's beef from raw. That's that's a bit like that. He doesn't say anything nice But that's that's nothing compared to Greg Thomas actually let him date his daughter. Wow. That was gutsy. That wow, was gutsy. that is bold. Wow, how did that go down? Not good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Move on, next question. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we, um, I think it was, it was late last year, um, coming out of COVID, I think Banksy lost his good mate in Warney and he was pretty, I think he was pretty, pretty shattered by that because he was a real good mate. And I think I was just coming out of a breakup and uh, other side of COVID and Banks sent me a message inviting me to I think talk about one of his uh, pyramid marketing schemes or something like that. <laughs> and we ended up we ended up just chatting and chatting, and I just hadn't laughed so hard in my just so many years. And I went away from that conversation just thinking, this guy, we need more Stephen Baker in our lives. And um, and I could tell he was struggling a bit, so I just hooked up with him, and I said, mate, we need to do some training together. It started off with a, a 2K run I invited him to, just drag him off the couch. When I spoke about running to Bakes, you just, I think Bakes is used to footy where it's flat out or nothing, but triathlon and it's just a slow pace. And, the, and when we got out there on a run, I think I said we were going to do two or three K. We ended up running 10 Ks that, that first time. Okay. And then, um, and I think it was Ryan and I, we were planning to do a half Ironman. And then uh, Bakes watched us train just for a little bit. And then one day he just sent me a screenshot on his phone and it was an entry to a half Ironman. And um, I said, Banks, you need, a, you need a bike? It was in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, said, I said, you need a bike, you can't swim. And obviously he's just at, at a different place, but I think he had to have an elbow, elbow operation. Elbow and shoulder, yeah. Elbow operation not long after, but that's what I, I love that about him, is that he shoots and then he aims. And that's such a good quality. I reckon so many people wait to get ready, to get ready, to get ready. But you just gotta make that decision and go for it. Yeah. And action. Action. Put some action in place. It's been it's been awesome, yeah, to watch him do his thing. So as like if what's it been like to train? Like as he yeah. been, you know, hanging off to every word, every session you're writing up, he's down there chilling it early, rocking up and what what's it like as a client? Nah, yeah, we we don't bring too much science into it. <laughs> There's uh so we, we, we've done hard things every, every weekend. And uh, Bakes, he, he's a little, sometimes he'd rock up to sessions not prepared, but we'd, do, we'd go out and we'd do something really hard. And Bakes, he just, when it gets real hard, that's when he comes into his own. He's like the opposite to a normal person. Usually people come out hard, just wear them down, and then they want to quit. Bakes takes a bit to get going, but then once he gets going, he's hard to stop. So we will do the longer sessions, and at the end of every session, he's like, let's go a bit more. Let's, let's, let's do another 20. Let's do another 10. And um, no, nah, it's, been, it's been a real pleasure. And, um, and it's just the entertainment is high level. Absolutely. Yeah. And I heard there was like a, there a crisis meeting at some point that you guys had. Yeah. At some so, point in the prep that someone was about to pull out. Well, yeah, we did that. So we did the half Ironman and um, based it really well. Got like under six hours on his, on his first one. We ran it together with Ryan as a team and, um, and he loved the experience. And then, and then all of a sudden I got, a, I got another message. And it was a Bakes took a screenshot. He's he's entered a full line minute. And uh, I was worth half. You know? Yeah. So he just said, I didn't want. I don't want to be a half line man. I want to be a full line man. Oh, yeah. So then, um, yeah, we, we started we started training for a bit. Uh, I thought I'll just wait off on 
meaning to work, just to see how he sort of show, how he shows up. And then I said, I don't reckon you, you're because I think anyone that does an Ironman, you have, and for people that don't respect the fact that it's an Ironman, that's clear when people don't. It's such a long distance. You respect that distance, and I just felt that he he wasn't quite respecting the. <laughs> so, I, so I said, look, boys, unless you guys get, get serious, I'm. I'm I feel responsible if I'm the coach. And I, if you're my first client, it's not really like <laughs> Not at all. So we got we got going for a bit. Things are going pretty well. Next thing, Bakes goes out to um, play a game of basketball. His body's just used to going in straight lines. As soon as he, he just took one step to the side and completely ruptured his PCL. This was about this was about nine weeks out from Ironman. Yes. And, um, and then, so me and Ryan didn't know what we were doing because we didn't know if he was going to do it or not. Anyway, so I called a crisis meeting and uh, we was online, Zoom meeting. I said, Bakes, we're in no man's land. Like, you're a no chance, you can't even walk. Like, how are you going to continue to, to train for this thing? And, um, and we, I said, we should call. I did, I said, we're not going to do this, we should call it. He just, he just wouldn't give up. He goes, he goes, all right then, tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to swim 4Ks, I'm going to ride 150 kilometres and then I'm going to walk a marathon through the night. And then if I can do that, then we're doing it. And I just said, All right. fair call, yeah. fair call. So it got to, I woke up the next day and I, I woke up the next day and it got to lunchtime. Bakes hardly even gotten out of bed. And then, <laughs> and then slow starter, slow starter. <laughs> and then he comes down. He's still to warm up. And then I, I checked his, uh, uh, he sent me a video and he just, he got in the pool. You should see him swim. His legs are all over the place. Sorry, sorry. Imagine how much energy <laughs> it would take to swim 4Ks with that swimming style. Anyway, he swam, he swam 4Ks, he sent me a video, his face was all puffed up and he looked like shit. And then he went home, he got Thanks, on the bike, he got on the bike and, and he went out there and he, he's ridden 150 kilometres. And then he's come home and uh, had something to eat and then just set out on a, on a walk through the night to see if his body could handle it. He walked past my house, I remember I gave him a bag of burger rings and a Red Bull. Keep going, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Keep going mate. Yeah. Anyway, he kept walking, he walked right through the night and, um, and until he was dangerously delirious. Bakes needed need to learn about nutrition. He'd go out on these really long things and just, just till he'd get that dizzy and nearly pass out. And then he realised that when you put food in, it stops that from happening. Yeah, it helps <laughs> So anyway, he did the, he walked the, the marathon, and then we were, and then after he did that, Bartsy and I were like, all right, we're in, and and uh, now we're, we're here now. Well, yeah, uh, what a story, what a story, what a story, what a So good. Um, and well, mate, I'm so excited to get out there uh, in the trenches with you. It's been so good, um, you know, following along all of your journeys. Uh, and uh, we got all the little messages and everything you can be along the way as well as really got me uh, up and about. So uh, good luck for the race on uh, on Sunday. Uh, and yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us. Everyone, thanks for joining us. So back, I want to ask you uh, what is so like you know we've obviously done lots of lots of training sessions. Thank you very much. Uh, lots of training sessions. Is there one that stands out as the hardest? And I want to like, paint a picture for everybody in the room. What was the session like? Oh, probably the one Maddie just said, look, I, my nutrition, I went out on the bike and I was dizzy, I nearly ran over about three people, just someone crossing the road, I nearly threw a, um, a kind of crossing, 
I got home, I, I, had, I had some food, and yeah, probably walking the marathon, I, I, I was thinking, you know, just walking it, it's easy, just go for a walk, and it was, um, but I got to Maddie's, he gave me the Burgreens, and I was actually fly, flying at like 20k, but then got to 30k, and I was just delirious, and just started absolutely thin and chill, I'm never going to make this thing, my knee was popping up, foot starved, and everything was just aching, it was just, this was just walking, so I'm thinking, holy shit, so I just made it home, with a couple of our k to go, and just thinking, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but that was yeah, probably the hardest time. It was obviously a few emotions. How long time. did it take you to walk the marathon? It was about seven hours and oh. like 20 minutes. I think I started at 10. I, I went, walked all through the night. I think I finished at like 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking, mum rang me at 2 a.m. She, she woke up the other time and saw on Instagram. She rang me fucking yelling at me to go home. And called, <laughs> she actually called me a fuckwit and said, no, mum. <laughs> Because I was a bit delirious at 30k, so I can't fucking see it. Yeah, so it was a bit of an eye opener just walking it and how hard it was. Yep. So then obviously learning about nutrition and for how strategic you know, Ironman are to really very much what it takes to you know, get, get through it. So I've learned a little bit through trial and error. Yep. Um, and you know, hopefully we'll come out Sunday and we get over the line. Probably the, the hardest one for me was I did like. Put all three together one day, so I did a two-kilometer swim, 130k bike ride, and a 20k run. And the week before, or two weeks before, maybe I did a really big day on the bike. I think I did 180k. I was so happy, first time I did it. And I think I stopped twice. I've refilled my water twice, right? And uh, I get home, I'm buzzing. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I did my first 180. I'll give a map, my coach, a uh, message. How is this? And the response back was something along the lines of, why'd you fucking stop twice? And I went, oh, that really brought me back for a month. So, okay, so, this day, I like one Maddie better than the other Maddie. He seemed like a mad one. And then this one here, they had 130 k's on the bike. I went, oh, well, I got yelled at last time for stopping. This didn't have a stop. Let's not stop. So, I did the bike ride. Sorry, the bike ride. I only had two and a half litres of water, which took me like four hours or something, which that's not enough water. Uh, get home, get to the rock, my muscles are cramped, I'm seeing stars, my heart rate, I'm like walking, my heart rate would have come down for like 170 for about 10 minutes. It was just like, yeah, it was no good at all. I've got mum that's like, Garrett, stop. I don't know, you're going to hide your lives. Anyway, it was all, it was all going on. I didn't have any like, blood issues yeah. stage as well. And then when I stopped uh, and like stopped the day, Everyone's just gone, oh no, body's gone shut down. Go to the toilet, I'm pissing blood. It's like, oh, it was like, it was full on. So then I was in bed for 24 hours after that. So that's probably the worst one. Yeah, pissing blood, that can't be good. Yeah, it's pretty bad, pretty bad. Uh, Early on, he was cramping. I'm thinking, oh, I think I'm going to make it. He's not going to make it. But he's cramping and he's bum. I think he's just used to lifting weights. But yeah, yeah, yeah. over the last sort of three or four months, of, yeah, now it's, the odds have gone, I was paying eight, bu uh, eight bucks and you were paying. Twelve now it's gone to your main Yeah. Two dollars fifty and I'm probably drifting fifteen. Drifting fifteen. Have you got another have you got any other stories that are real bad for you? I reckon we gave everyone hell involved crowd wise, right? I want the most like I want some noises from the crowd. So much sympathy about what's going on. Like hang off every word the bait says. Like if you say something that's awful, go, Oh, I want to hold room. I want some sympathy going around. Go bait, what do you got? Um oh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's very well, I think that I think the knee one. I, I've already told, but I just remember waking up the next day. Oh, oh. sore knee. Yeah. Um, and I just and I, I don't really cry much. I had a little bit of a tear the, the tear the next day. Oh. Um, um, <laughs> that's probably the most emotional I've been for like a while. 
obviously when I lost my mate I got emotional but then dude, going through this experience and think I'm going to finally get there I'm overcoming adversity I'm fucking it. and then bang my knee goes on me so the next day I was like fuck, can't be that bad and just limping out of bed not being able to walk for like a week and just fuck so oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that problem uh, yeah so probably that just the emotional I think the emotional side of things have been harder than this I don't mind putting my body through fucking hell and doing that but um, when your body breaks down you, your body can't do what it could do back in the day like if you run through brick walls and you're 18 to 30 now. maybe you could I don't think I feel bad <laughs> but now you sort of get injury and like I had shoulder up and elbow up now this year I can't I can't swim properly I can't now they even oh, I can't I can't no. kick footballs with my nephew anymore no. No. Yeah, it's just like it just hits you sort of hurt your heart a little bit so definitely. Yeah, things like that definitely the only other real bad one that I had it was 42 degrees oh. there was flies everywhere oh. Oh, those flies are hiding the worst right and I'm running I'm like I'm stuffed I'm running I'm running I'm running oh give me more anyway I get to the drink fountain there's a drink fountain and there's this little uh, I'm like dying so hot I just need a drink run as fast as I can to this fountain and then this bloke is walking across with his little chihuahua, uh, his little like little puppy thing, right? <laughs> oh, and I, yeah. And I get to, I get to the, um, the water, I'm about to get to the water fountain, I'm like dying of dehydration, right? I'm like, oh, like this. I finally get there, I'm about to go, and then this guy cuts the queue for his little, and he's got the, the tap for his little chihuahua, and he's got the tap, I'm like, he would have been there for three minutes, and I'm like, I'm about to drop, kick this chihuahua out of the way, <laughs> get some water, I mean, that was a pretty bad one, but. Anyway, we're here now, how are you? Uh, I think it's time we get uh, Matt Burton up. Morning. Yay! Yeah, everybody that gets uh, is into uh, track time. Welcome. Welcome. Have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. Uh, the biggest psychopath I've ever met by a uh, sitting next to me right here. Uh, next level, one of the most impressive, inspiring, but crazy people I've ever met by like Matt. Um, thank you very much for being my coach the last five months. How's, uh, how's it been? Been a very emotional couch. This yeah. um, <laughs> it's been my job to take the emotion out of it. Uh, it's been really enjoyable helping you. Uh, 2009, I did my first Ironman here, and mine was purely about surviving. I was 21. How old are you? 27. Right. That's. Uh, I thought you were a bit younger, but um, <laughs> I kind of thought you were the same age. So I was going to say we're a similar age, but um, <laughs> That's harsh, yeah, when you. Uh, you so this, the story goes how we connected. Um, uh, body magic, as I would only refer to him as Jared seems, doesn't seem like you. <laughs> Put up a post asking, do you know a coach? And um, a lot of people in, in WA commented. And then one guy um, commented to say, Matt Burt's a man, and it was actually the ASICS rep yep. in, in WA. Yep. Anyway, you sent me a message. I hadn't seen any posts. I wasn't following you at the time. Um, Tragic. So you slid into my DMs, and I was like, who's this clown? <laughs> I'm a pretty, uh, pretty private person. You, call me, you think I'm a psycho. I just like to work hard. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was like, oh, yeah, mate, this could be good. You know, so I'm in a sport where it's not mainstream, so we are our own brands. And I was like, you have a very good brand, an impressive brand, maybe we can link up and, and work together. I didn't want any more friends, so I wouldn't worry about making a friend in you, but that's strange. You still haven't done that, bro. Fuck, sorry. And, uh, 
I was like, I actually rang a mate and I was like, what do you, what do you think he's a bit of a mediator for me in a lot of uh, different business decisions? And he was like, yeah, just to talk to him and see. And yeah, I was super impressed. Well, I didn't look at too many of your, your, your posts at the time. I was like, I'd rather judge you by meeting you and you know, seeing well, how serious this was, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh no, you, you are as you're, like I had a look at the video, you said looking for a coach and you, you dove into this thing you had no idea about. And you lived to it before, folks, where you're like, I'm oh, sorry, Matty, you lived to it, where you were saying, you need to respect the distance. You were coming from zero endurance, yeah. right? So you sat there at this coffee and you were like, yeah, I, I do some like 100 meter sprints, 200 meter sprints, and I was like, you, you do know what this is, right? Like where you could potentially be going for 17 hours and you know, I, co I coached a small group of people and they were like, uh, coaching wasn't something I promote or let people know because I didn't want messages in my people DMing me, asking me to coach them. Um, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be, you know, you only got 20 weeks. We need to get you moving. You're like, yeah, I can't run at the moment though. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh, wow. start. Yeah, so I'm ringing a few of my friends on the way home from this chat who are in the health industry, and I was like, what do you think? They're like, oh, YOLO, you know, just let him, he's young, just, just get, him, get him moving and see, he'll phase out. And then the coaching group that I had, they were like, ah, oh, there's no way he'll finish. So I was like, ah, oh, this is a challenge on me now. You know, it became, and it's like the sport itself, it's Ironman and endurance triathlon is a challenge physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, you go through it all on the, on the one day, but I was like, you're a very dramatic person, as most people would know. If we can take emotion out of your training, you'll be fine. And I actually think we've done that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yep, absolutely. All right. Part of the videos. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, I would have been, literally, I wouldn't have lasted another two weeks if I didn't have all your, uh, all your guidance and expertise. And I was literally, I was at uh, Fat Duck Cycles yesterday, which was Fat Duck Cycle with people in the room in the back here. Um, and, and we had, uh, I was doing it yesterday, and Matt was there, and I saw a croak, like, I knew you were a bit deal, right? I know, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm telling everyone I'm working with the, with the guy, right? And that's, he is the guy, right? I didn't know you how big of a guy you are until you come down busting for this event. I'm in the I'm in the bike shop, I'm seeing a grown man just about cry meeting him. Like he's just shaking going, oh my god, it's that person. It's, like, it's amazing. Uh, and apparently And apparently this time of year as well, Matt doesn't have to pay for full entry down the leisure centre. <laughs> Uh, Matt Burton, yeah, so, so this is uh, this is the pass that I need. Come on through, Mr. Burton. Is that true? She was lovely. She just said, "You, you don't have to pay to enter this pool." And I was like, "I really appreciate that. I've made a lot of time to enter in this pool." So uh, I want to give some. I actually was going through our messages uh, the other day, right? Uh, and I just want to give everyone a bit of an insight of being, what what's been like being on the receiving end of Matt. Uh, I've been coached by Matt over the last few weeks, so. I've sort of got a few examples of some text messages that he sent through to me and let me set the scene for the first one. So I just beat my furthest bike that I, you know, ever done, I can't remember, 120k or something like that, smashed the previous time. Uh, and my message to you was, um, mate, I got it done, just beat my time by heaps. You sent me back a video of your two-year-old son to the plastic car and said, hey, yeah, I can see you on the, on the trail right now, thanks. I'm like, great, that was, that was really good. Yeah, brought me right back down. Uh, there was another one where I was so sore from the weekend line. I think I had a, a swim on the Monday. 
Uh, and I put up some story on me saying, I was like, oh, I'm feeling shit. Blowing like ground today, like, oh, it's so hard on the swing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I get a message back from Matt saying, seen you sooking about drowning this morning before I started my run sesh. During the run, it started to hail on me, so I thought, don't be a bitch like magic. So I'm like, <laughs> You're a fucking psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, another one. Another one was I just been for a five hour sesh, 40 degrees, setting myself selfie saying, you know, I'm dripping in sweat, saying, got it done. Can you just show her what your selfies look like when you send them? You usually don't have a shirt on. You usually never just, like. It's always a flex. Yeah, absolutely. You look at it, he knows he's done everything. And I get sent back a photo of Matt with the caption saying, just done a seven hour session, you see a drop of sweat on me. So, <laughs> uh, I got told this one, uh, well, again, I was down at Fat Duck uh, with, uh, with Jay Panja. We were just, you know, having a bit of a trauma bonding session because he'd also been coached by Matt previously. And this one was too good to tell, right? So, uh, this is the story. The Jake was down here, and there was like a, you know, once in five years, storm that's come through Busselton, right? It's like this lightning storm, pissing down right? Terrible weather. It was a five hour run uh, on his program. So he messaged Matt and he said, uh, Oh, right, sorry, uh, uh, right. And he messaged, <laughs> and he messaged Matt saying, uh, Mate, it's, you know, the weather is terrible. It's a big storm coming through. Um, what session should I do on the trainer? And I think Matt sent back a message or a voicemail, something along the lines of, uh, no worries, mate. Uh, what I'll do is I'll call the, uh, the, 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 the course organisers and um, if it's raining on the day, I can organise them so you can do your, uh, your bike on the trainer. How's that? Very good. You can fucking hard, man. It's hard. Is that right? I get that for you, right? So, uh, mate, how do you think, uh, do you think I've done? Do you reckon I'm going to be able to finish? Do you reckon? Yeah. I just wanted you to enjoy the day. Yep. Like we had a discussion midway through. You were always putting videos up. And you were like, oh, oh, can't wait to cancel this fucking membership. Like, <laughs> fuck the swim. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you're not like, I really like this sport. Can you just like, <laughs> can we pick it back a little bit? Uh, this has been my life. But it's been a really nice transformation from when you first started. That it was like, well, we get through it. Yep. To, can we get the injury space so you can be a little bit efficient so you're not having to try and put 200 grams, 300 grams of carbs in you and out because um, your body can't, can't deal with that. To now, you're actually excited about something that yeah, you won't be excited about different periods through the day on Sunday because you're just going to have to go through this roller coaster. But you don't want to take emotions through you with an Ironman, whether it takes seven and a half hours or 17 hours. Emotional stress and emotional pressure is extremely taxing from an energy point of view. So, you know, you're an emotional person and it's great, right? It's, it's reached many people and it's super important. It's, you know, it's helped, helped people in all sorts of ways and continue, will continue to. But this sport in particular, if you use too much of that in training and race day, you, uh, you would just get too tight. What I've sort of found is like, because it's such a long day, you get really hyped up. I like that's the last thing. I think more like if you feel really fat, that also doesn't last long. It kind of gets you, you know, kind of pick yourself up a little bit as well. So it's got such a long day trying to like mellow out that emotion, right? Yeah, and you put up a. I follow his stories and stuff now. Um, <laughs> you put up a video the other day asking how fast you go. I was going to say to you, you don't need to do that to yourself because then you're going to put your own expectation and pressure on the what was just survival. 
Ryan, it's, you know, credit to Walking a Marathon, it's brutal. You know, I've walked off the bike. Uh, I think this is my 45th or could be more started than I meant. Um, but I've walked uh, maybe eight times, you know, where it takes, I'm walking longer than I rode the bike for. Yeah, so it's like, you know, and it becomes this, it still becomes this sort of maths equation where you're like, if I can walk this speed this long, I'm going to be out here before it gets dark or, you know, it's always about trying to beat the sun. But then the party sort of starts when the sun goes down too. So it's up to you, you know, you get glow sticks when the I sun goes like down, you know, so. <laughs> and I want time to go home, shower, eat, and then come back for you, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, have a sleep. Yeah, my son will be sleeping. We'll bring him back and uh, show what it could have been. You know what could be. Um, but you know, I've been through everything you've been through. So you were going through emotions, and I was like, "It's completely normal." So if anyone's doing their first Ironman or thinks about doing it, you, you do go through a, a range of emotions, and it's just purely from fatigue, yeah. and you're in deficit from calories, dehydration. The other week when. You were carrying on about, I was getting the same videos, like you're laying on bed and you're like, oh mate, I'm just like, I can't get out of bed. And I actually sent it on to a friend of mine, and you've seen a, a, an occupational therapist, and he was like, just, just tell him to drink some water. <laughs> but you, no, you know, your mum's been fantastic, she's diagnosing you with stuff to make you feel better mentally. And, uh, and you have this rapid recovery in 24 hours. Just add it, just yeah. adds it. It adds it to the autobiography at some point, buddy. Right? Yeah. It's just, yeah, doing the story. Yeah. And then we get down here and you're like, mate, I'm just like, this is fantastic. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I need to talk to you about, is this going to be the last time Triathlon sees body magic? You know, it's, you've got excited, you've got a hat, you've gone to the merch tent, you've bought yourself a hat. I'm, you know, it's, it's what I love about it. And, you know, thank you. If it is the last time, it's you embraced it a lot more than I ever expected. So thank you for yeah. <laughs> thank you. Like this is this I can't get over not back into Iron Man. This is the guy. Like this is the goat. How you feel? Yeah, I feel great. Uh, I've had good distractions. My son was two yesterday. Right. Um, so it was actually two years ago, he was born on a Monday night, and then I won my first Ironman here wow. on the Sunday. So yeah, he wasn't here for that, nor was my wife. Um, and then last year, I had a terrible year, but then at the end of the year, I still managed to finish third. So it's, it's always been this like, uh, you know, for me, a lot of people, it's the end of the year. It kind of feels like the start of the year for me, start of the season. Uh, and I feel, yeah, younger than ever. Maybe it's your your influence as well, it just sort of keeps keeps me young. Just hanging out with those some of those words that you're sending me, I'm having to Google them and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're getting a bit older. But uh, yeah, you know we're we're both going to the same endpoint. Yep. Right. Mine's just going to take be a lot shorter, but we're going to work. I still need to work within myself. So what I'm telling you is not too far from what I've got to tell myself. Yep. Um, on the day, but you. You have to be confident in what you're going out there to achieve. You know, I need to, essentially to win this race now, you have to break a course record, I feel like, and fit enough to do that, so. What's the course record? 7.45. What, what have you done here previously? I've been 55 a few times. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, it's a massive wild time. <laughs> 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 
that hype rate from the how long that take. Like it's for, unless you've actually been out for a run to ride to swim and stuff on how long that takes you to do, you don't comprehend exactly how far, how quick that yeah, you are. We don't have. We're not in our own head for too long. Yeah. Whereas it's it's not easy when you go for for a long period of time, you're in your own head to be like, oh, it'd be so much easier to go and sit down. But all I can say to both you boys and and everyone that's going through it, when you hit the run, only because I've been there, as soon as you start to walk, it's very easy to keep doing that. Right? Your body wants to slow down. Right? There's triggers in your mind to tell you to go slower. So use the A station as a recovery point, and then it's the the points between that. They're like checkpoints, right? So the points between that, you just got to keep moving. Keep moving. As, if it feels like a run, and who cares what it looks like? Um, because for, even for us going that fast, it does become survival at one point in the run. Well, mate, I officially would not be here without you. I've learned so much from you. Yeah. Been able to work with lots of really cool athletes and stuff with my work, but I've never met anyone as crazy dedicated. Everything as you grow, it's like unbelievable. Uh, and uh, you know, you're giving me literally the clothes off his off his back, the shoes off his feet. Some of those are brand new still. Yeah, I know. It's just like you know, the amount of stuff you've been able to like help me out with, and obviously would not be here. Hopefully, about to achieve one of the biggest things I've ever seen in my life without you. So, uh, no, I really, really appreciate it, mate. And I'll be down there, mate, waiting on the red card. Thank you, mate. 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 All the best, mate. Matt Burton, everyone, that was so good. What a weapon. Wow. So, Bats, uh, last, last bit, I think. Uh, I think just, um, I guess, like, just thanking your team, I guess, because, like, you know, I think I've had, I've been so lucky to have everybody just help me out. How's everybody been for you? No, amazing. As I said, we had the roller coaster ups and downs. You know, Maddie, <laughs> Maddie and Butsy, they've been by my side the whole way. I've been, I've been grumpy, so sorry, sorry for that sometimes. Um, and where's you? Louis and Sarah up the back where we're staying. Amazing. Thanks for, thanks for having us. Just up the road here near the beach. We're getting a, a lasagna tomorrow night, cooked uh, pre race meal. So, um, getting yeah. looked after. Getting looked after. Thanks everyone for coming tonight and listening to us. And thank, thank you for inspiring any people like myself. So, it's been great. Uh, mate, well, without you tricking me into doing it, uh, we would not be here. And uh, it's been so good, so motivating and inspiring for yeah, yourself, um, all of your team. Um, thanks to all of my, to my mum, dad, Beck, Underreal. Um, whatever they couldn't have done any of them without you, all my family, friends, everyone that's come on down to, uh, to listen uh, tonight. Really appreciate it, Matt. Um, but yeah, it makes everybody. And uh, can't wait to uh, get over the finish line on Sunday. Yes! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.